is a form of worship. We're in Psalm 40, where David said, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Let me um, deal with this matter of waiting, being a part of worship. That basically, God makes us wait for reasons. He makes us wait so that we, amen, will understand the power of his person. His person, Jesus Christ, is the person representing the Godhead. His person that many times our focal point is not Jesus. Our focal point is deliverance. Our focal point is other things, getting things done, being healed. He wants our focal point to be him. Now unto him who is able. And so we deal with this matter when we're dealing with this waiting on God, with as the problems come into our lives, our focal point is this person. I need to transfer my problems to the person. Amen. I don't need to keep them and try to work it out. I need to transfer my problems to the person. But then his promises are yea and amen. The promises of God takes place, amen, for the people of God. And we need to know there are certain promises associated with our deliverance. Praise God. And then, of course, uh, his promotion. And what we see in this psalm, Psalm 40, David is crying out, I waited patiently for the Lord. Now, the word patiently is very descriptive here because David was anointed king. And yet, uh, in First Samuel, yet he had to wait 13 years to take the throne. He was being chased by Saul. Sometimes God will allow delay to come in to our prayers, to our lives, to fortify our faith in him. The longer we wait in, in, in childlike trust, the more the person of God, Jesus Christ in this case, is exalted. I patiently waited for the Lord. That is, when you go back to the Exodus, in, in the uh, book of Exodus, they, they were going through all kinds of problems with slavery in Egypt, bondage, amen, and, and God had a timetable. The Passover, chapter 12, God had a timetable, and, and, and many times, God, we need to wait until God makes the decisions for us. It's not our decisions to move God. It's God's decisions that move us. God had already established back in Exodus 12 that that would be the Passover night, that they would leave eating bitter herbs and they would leave in a hurry running out of Egypt. That was God's plan. We must wait on God's decisions. Now let me stop pausing part. There's some things you're praying about, some things you're, um, you know, you may be overwhelmed about. We have to wait on God's decisions. God has already preordained his will. It's coming. We got to keep telling ourselves it's coming. They waited on God's decisions. And as we wait on God's decisions, we need to seek his face. Seek his face. So when they left. Egypt in a hurry, the next major move of God's plan was to cross the Red Sea. 
which they never expected. God opened up the Red Sea miraculously, and they crossed it, and then God killed Pharaoh trying to cross it behind them. But they had to wait, listen, on God's decisions. For your children, your grandchildren, your marriage, your money, your life, we essentially got to wait on God's decisions. We can't rush God. We have to know by faith that God has already made a determination to bless us. God has already made an agreement with himself to deliver us. So waiting being a form of worship, we must wait on God's decisions. And secondly, we must wait on God's direction. After they came out from the Red Sea, listen, his directions was move towards Canaan, the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey, fertile land. God had already made the decision to bring them out of Egypt. God had already made the decision to lead them into Canaan. The problem was they went around in a circle for 40 years because of unbelief. God let them, the old generation, 20 and over, die off, and Joshua took the new generation in. But yet God had already made a decision, Lord had mercy, and had already given directions to place them in his promises. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go back to Psalm 40. David says, I patiently, I waited patiently. It didn't come right away for the Lord. And he inclined unto my cry and brought me up out of a horrible pit and set my feet on a rock. Hallelujah. Amen. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise. It's amazing how the psalmist goes from problems to passages, to pathway, to protection, to promotion, to praise. Your life and my life has already been determined. God wants you to praise him for what you can't see, thanking for what you don't feel, and allow God to work out the details. That is, as we wait on God and as we seek his face, Amen. God has already made decisions for your life. Now, 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 this is the secret will of God. He's not sharing all decisions with you. We have to wait in childlike faith. Lord, I know you've already made a decision on my pathway, my problems. I know you've already made a decision how you're going to fix and heal me, my soul. I know you've already made a decision where I'm going to end up. Uh, I, you've already made that decision, so help me to patiently wait on you, your decisions. They're coming. They're, they, they have a time mark on them. It's called seasons. He may not come when you want him, when you want him, Psalm 30, but he's right on time. He's an on-time God. Weeping may endure for a night, Psalm 30, but joy will come in the morning. So I waited patiently for the Lord, and I'm in the waiting mood for certain things in my life. You're in the waiting mood for certain things in your life, and that is that God had all, has already made a decision about 
his blessings to our lives. Praise his name. Start praising him for that decision making. Start, change the attitude of your mind. Instead of complaining and feeling crippled and feeling unloved, Lord, thank you for the decisions you've already made. I know I'm coming out of this. Amen. I know I'm going to rejoice. I know I'm going to be stronger. I know I'm going to be developed. Thank you, Lord, for your decisions. We wait on his decisions, and then we wait on his directions. God makes his directions very clear to us what we need to do next. It's like a GPS system. God has already loaded it via the satellites, and it's going to give you moment by moment detail of his decisions. He's not going to give you the entire plan all at once. It is a step-by-step. -step. Low, your low-beam lights only shine so far. Their objective is for you to see immediately in front of you at night. The high beams is to see a little further. God only gives us low-beam lights, okay? That we walk in the light as he is in the light. We are trusting him. We're, we're, we're waiting on him. We're delighting in him, Psalm 37. We're committing to him. Amen. That, and we rest in him. Read Psalm 37. We rest in him. Commit thy way to the Lord. Wait on him. Uh, uh, rest in him. Amen. And so um, we're waiting on his decisions, but we're waiting on his directions. What is it you want me to do now? What is it you want me to do next? What is it you want me to do next week? And, and, and God will... Uh, communicate that to our souls but finally we wait on God's deliverance and in this context God's deliverance was Canaan a land of milk and honey a land of uh, not representing heaven but battles and blessings Canaan to the Jew who was led in by Joshua was that you got to go in and with faith, you have to, amen, fight. You have to resist the enemy. You have to fight and take over. And then you can enjoy the promises. It's a land of battles and blessings, not heaven. There's no battles in heaven. But as we leave where we are to where God wants us to go, we have to fight by faith. We have to fight being a victim. We have to fight the venoms. We have to fight, amen, the uh, changes that we have to go through. We have to fight knowing that once we are in God's place, that promised land, once we have fought the enemy, and defeated the enemy, and Ephesians talks about those enemies being our flesh. Once we overcome this flesh, then God gives us, amen, the promotion and the blessings of being in the midst of his promises. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he heard my cry. And... Look what David says. He heard my cry, hallelujah, and he inclined unto my cry, and he hath brought me up also 
amen, out of the horrible pit to a place of praise and blessings. We fight by faith. Your peace of mind and my peace of mind, our settled minds are only going to be answered through faith. By faith, I'm waiting. By faith, I'm worshiping. By faith, hallelujah, I will receive the blessings of God as I wait on his decisions, wait on his direction, and wait on his deliverance. Wait a little while longer. Help is on the way. We love you.